Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Welcome to episode 21 of With Heart and Wonder. I'm Megan, and as always, it is really such an honor that you are here and that we have this gift of sharing this time together. You may have noticed if you're a regular listener that we didn't have an episode last week. This current episode is being recorded on June 9th. And last week, uh, we would have released an episode on June 2nd. Usually we have episodes every Tuesday, but with everything going on in the world following the death of George Floyd the week before, it really did not feel like the right time to release an episode. And I actually had made that decision prior to learning about Blackout Tuesday, this call for uh, blackout of Uh, especially social media, but also entertainment. And podcasts, I think, do fall into that that vehicle. It felt last week like a time for me to be stepping back, to be listening, to be educating myself. And so this week, I wanted to share a little bit of reflection, uh, particularly around the idea of love. And these reflections have really been inspired by my own revisiting of the work of Bell Hooks. And specifically, I have been making my way through uh, Bell Hooks's book, All About Love, New Visions, which I picked up in a bookstore years ago after having read uh, Bell Hooks's work during both my undergrad and graduate studies. And I had picked up this book and it just, it was sat on the shelf. And I I honestly looked at it often from time to time thinking that I should, you know, pick it up and read it. And um, following the death of of George Floyd, I, uh, I just felt really called to be diving into this work. And I've been really slowly making my way through it. really slowly and intentionally making my way through it to let it all sink in. I have a habit sometimes of just rushing through books and I really wanted to sit with the ideas that were being presented. So we're going to talk a little bit about love today and we're going to talk about this idea that Bell Hooks gives us that love is an action as opposed to a feeling so I, or before we start, really, if you haven't heard of Bell Hooks, she's a pretty incredible black feminist, artist, writer, cultural critic. Um, her work really inspired me when I was uh, doing my undergraduate degree in human rights and then also my graduate degree in legal studies, which which I didn't finish. <laughs> I'm sure you've, you've heard that story or if you haven't, you can check back in to, uh, I talk a lot about my, my, my personal story in episodes one and three of the podcast. 
When I was doing my studies, actually, some of the most transformative work that I read was by critical race scholars. And in the field of critical race studies, it was the work that um, I can still, you know, so viscerally remember some of those lectures. And despite the fact that critical race studies was a huge part of my my own um, education, formal education in, in that setting of academia, um, I have struggled many times in kind of this role in yoga and wellness with how I kind of bring these two parts of myself together. And that's because oftentimes in in wellness and spiritual spaces, it hasn't always felt like conversations around equity and social justice, um, conversations that would lead themselves to bringing in ideas of, of critical race theory it hasn't always felt like that's been welcome. And it's definitely started to shift in the last few years. And I found spaces where where that has been more welcome. And I've started to get a little bit more political, even in my own teaching. But it has been this kind of feeling into that. And one of the things that this moment in time that we are currently in has brought up for me is the need to merge these two different sides of myself together, to bring it all together. And it's been really inspiring because I've been reflecting a lot on a question that uh, my mentor and uh, former thesis supervisor, Stacy Douglas, used to ask me a lot. And when it came to writing and thinking through um, questions of topics for, for theses or, or papers, Stacy would often ask me what my burning question was. And the idea with that burning question was that it didn't even have to be academic in nature, but it was that question that was deep inside me wanting to be engaged with. And I actually used to have a lot of trouble answering that. I never really felt like I got my finger on what the burning question for me was. And it's been in reading Bell Hooks that I've realized that I do know my burning question. And in fact, I have known it all along. The burning question for me is what is the relationship between love and transformation. What is the relationship between love and transformation? And I think the reason that I struggled to articulate that years ago when I was pursuing that academic path was because it didn't feel like an academic enough question for me. And in many ways, that's why reading this work by Bell Hooks, this incredible and celebrated academic, where she talks about love in critical and philosophical ways, has really enabled me to own my own burning question. And to own the the role and the realness and the political nature of love And that has been really transformational for me. 
So I want to share some of the ideas that have come through this work and and some of the ways that I'm bringing those into practice right now as I contemplate my own role in the world, personally, as well as professionally. And the thing that I want to kind of preface this all with is this idea that at the very heart of this podcast has always been a celebration of what is possible. And I say that so often, what's possible within us and what's possible around us. And coming to this place where we're able to celebrate the possible is really an exercise in tuning into our imagination. And so this idea of imagining our future, our personal future and our collective future, I think can be led by love. So I'm going to share directly from the book. I think it's so important to let the words come through of Val Hooks herself. And I'm just going to share a little bit on her conversation of love. The thesis, if we were going to call it that, the main argument of the book is really that love is an action and not a feeling. And that it's our own in many ways, discomfort or inability to articulate what it means to love that in fact holds us back from accessing love. Bell Hooks writes, Imagine how much easier it would be for us to learn how to love if we began with a shared definition. The word love is most often defined as a noun. Yet all the more astute theorists of love acknowledge that we would all love better if we used it as a verb. I spent years searching for a meaningful definition of the word love and was deeply relieved when I found one in psychiatrist M. Scott Peck's classic self-help book, The Road Less Traveled, first published in 1978. Echoing the work of Eric Fromm, he defines love as, quote, the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another's spiritual growth, end quote. Explaining further, he continues, quote, love is as love does. Love is an act of will, namely both an intention and an action. Will also implies choice. We do not have to love, we choose to love, end quote. Since the choice must be made to nurture growth, this definition counters the more widely accepted assumption that we love instinctually. Later in this introductory chapter, she writes, Some folks have difficulty with Peck's definition of love because he uses the word spiritual. He is referring to that dimension of our core reality where mind, body, and spirit are one. An individual does not need to be a believer in a religion to embrace the idea that there is an animating principle in the self, a life force, some of, it call, some of us call it soul, that when nurtured enhances our capacity to be more fully self-actualized and able to engage in communion with the world around us. 
To begin by always thinking of love as an action rather than a feeling is one way in which anyone using the word in this manner automatically assumes accountability and responsibility. We are often taught we have no control over our feelings, yet most of us accept that we choose our actions, that intention will inform what we do. We also accept that our actions have consequences. To think of actions shaping feelings is one way we rid ourselves of conventionally accepted assumptions, such as that parents love their children or that one simply falls in love without exercising will or choice. If we were constantly remembering that love is as love does, we would not use the word in a manner that devalues and degrades its meaning. When we are loving, we openly and honestly express care, affection, responsibility, respect, commitment, and trust. Definitions are vital starting points for the imagination. What we cannot imagine cannot come into being. A good definition marks our starting point and lets us know where we want to end up. As we move toward our desired destination, we chart the journey, creating a map. We need a map to guide us on our journey to love, starting with the place where we know what we mean when we speak of love. In some ways, this thinking about love as an action rather than a feeling makes so much sense intuitively. But in others, when we really think about the ways that we talk about love personally in relationships as a society, it often is very far from this definition that Hooks brings to the surface. I'm committing to nurturing the spiritual growth of ourselves and of others. Again, committing to that spiritual and all we mean by that is the wholeness of ourselves of body mind and that something else spirit soul we commit to it all in the last week i've been spending spending a lot of time thinking through working through my own beliefs and assumptions i have spent time listening and learning and i have spent time taking action I've been having conversations that are difficult with friends and family about things like what it means to defund the police, about what it means to think about the care of communities, about what it means to be a white woman and that privilege in the spaces of yoga and wellness, of what it means to create more inclusive and equitable offerings. In these conversations, some of them have been easy, but many of them have not been. But what lies at the heart of it all for me is this necessity to bridge the intention and the action together. To move forward in a way that celebrates This beautiful definition of love that Bell Hooks gives us, this definition of nurturing a spiritual growth of myself, of others, of communities, even of the world, what does that look like? 
And so while it was certainly in comparison much easier to make donations to organizations that are supporting anti-racist work, in some cases it was easy to watch documentaries and read books. I am seeing this as an opportunity to move forward in this quest to explore that burning question that is within me about the relationship between love and transformation. As I continue in my own path, seeking to create spaces that are inclusive, that are equitable, that provide a community where we can all uplift one another, where we can all tap into the wisdom that is within our own hearts. I know there is work to be done. And I do not yet have all of the answers of the actions that are needed. But I know that action must be at the forefront. And so perhaps in the days that follow, you might consider what would it mean to think of love in your own life as an action rather than a feeling? What would it mean to see love in this dynamic way that takes into account how we bring together care, affection, responsibility, respect, commitment, and trust? There is work to be done. And I am here with you on this journey. As always, I truly think this podcast is a starting point for deeper conversations. I look forward to continuing our conversations in the week to come. But I also am always available on social media, by email, if you'd like to reach out. And share any sparks of insight, questions, or things that you are thinking through. You can find me at meganjohnston.com or on Instagram, it's at Megan L. Johnston. We'll be back next Tuesday. I really hope that in the days to come, you let yourself revel in the power of imagination. For the future starts with what we can dream is possible. Let's let love, let's let action, married with intention, be at the heart of this future.